Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the At Batches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Jordana. And I'm Sammy. And today we are talking about everything. We are catching up on a bunch of things. I'm going to tell you about the final day of our trip to California and then some pop culture news. So let's catch up. Okay. Did you guys see that movie, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? No, but everyone says it's amazing. So I saw it in the I'm theaters try to watch a couple that. weeks ago. It was very good. It was like everything all at once. Everything everywhere all at once. Why have I not even heard of this? Probably because every time you read it, you read the title, you might not realize they're talking about a movie because it's kind of. You might hate it, Jordana. It's you're watching it. You're like, what the fuck am I watching? And then like there comes a point when you're like, wow, this is everything everywhere all at once. Good movie. Yeah, like when when you realize what it means, the whole like meaning of the movie, you're like, wow. And then you like experience real emotions. I can't explain it. <laughs> Why wouldn't I, I like it? What's it about? Uh, I can't get into it. <laughs> okay. It's about like, it's like sort of like, a, it's not a satire, but it is a satire. It's the, it takes the concept of the multiverse. Is it like the big short? Cause you know, I don't like that. It's not like the big, it's not like the big short in any way, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it takes the concept of like the multiverse, like how there's a parallel like universe and you're a different person in like different paths take you take a different path in every like universe and how those like collide it's just it's like a it's like a, i feel like in order for the person to make this movie you ha- had to have been so high but then <laughs> the actual movie itself like it's just like wow this like makes a lot of sense it's really touching who's in the movie it has michelle yo and Jamie Lee Curtis. Jenny Slate has a small role, but it's like a good movie. Anyway. I only watch movies where Jenny Slate has a big role. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you watch the one in on Prime? The Summer I Turned Pretty? No, no, no. The oh. Jenny Slate movie on Prime. Oh, no. I guess I don't only watch what is movies it? where Jenny Slate has a big <laughs> role. It's, it's, it's with Charlie Day and Jenny Slate, and it's like sort of like a rom-com. Like they're trying to make rom-coms cool. I did see that, yeah. It was cute. That she was a cute she movie. Was cute. She was cute in it. Chris Evans was in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the guy breaks up with her in the opening scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Chris yeah, Evans. Yeah. No, not Chris Evans. But not Chris Evans. That was her boyfriend in real life. That broke I want up with you her. back. Yeah. On, on Who's Pride. the guy? Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood. Oh, I think. Yeah. Yes. The trailer looks sort of like White Lotusy, and also it just looks like your old classic rom-com that it just looks so good i hope it lives up to as good as the trailer was speaking of things that are teased pretty well i'm very excited for this barbie movie i feel like yes every time i see a picture from it i'm like i want to see the movie whatever they're doing whatever pictures they're leaking and in, in a very slow steady way are making me very excited to see the movie i was watching evan ross Katz instagram stories and he like showed like a little clip of it and it was like a a video of a take of um, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, like screaming. And then Evan like alluded to the fact that actually like Ryan, like Ken is gay. 
Okay. I figured. Oh, interesting. Because I know it's like a new take on Barbie. He's like Greta Gerwig's Ken is clearly, he's like sort of like alluded to it. And I thought that was funny. That makes a lot of sense. It also like, I don't understand what they're going to have the plot of the Barbie movie be. Like, does she become a doctor and then a lawyer and then a firefighter? Like, what is Barbie I feel like I've been hearing about this movie for so long. Wasn't originally like Amy Schumer going to be Barbie and then... They changed it. I haven't heard that. There was like a whole controversy over her being Barbie like years ago. Like I've been hearing about this like random information about this movie a while ago. Clearly she is not Barbie and it's Margot Robbie. I mean, if there was ever anyone to play Barbie. (laughs) It's Margot Robbie. (laughs) Yeah, definitely Margot Robbie. But I'm saying it was going to be like a new take on, you know, on like. So I think it was part of that. But whatever. This morning I almost got sucked into watching this new show that popped up on my like Apple TV banner. It's called Loot. It's so fun. I watched it last night. I watched, I watched the, the first loot. episode last night. I watched all three last on Friday. Oh, I didn't. This was the first I saw of it and it showed up on my screen and I was like about to turn on like my MSNBC app. But then I was like, wait, what is this movie? <laughs> loot? Or is it? I thought it, I assumed it was a movie, but it's a show. And my remote's broken. I tried to watch five <laughs> minutes of it before this, but what a great review! <laughs> so later, I'm gonna watch that. But it looked I googled so good. the shit out of it and I watched it so far. It was I've only seen the first episode. It was cute. Why was this not like advertised? I don't know. In LA, I saw billboards for it. That's when I heard of it, and then I saw it on my Apple I must TV. Have been looking at my phone. It's done by the guys from uh, Parks and Rec, and it's based on like I think the premise is. What's the Amazon guy's she name? She inherits her money. Mackenzie. Bezos' wife. Bezos. Yeah. It's not, not – it's based – like it's a fictional story obviously but like the premise is she finds out her husband um, who's a billionaire, billion tech billionaire, cheats on her and she has now all this money. But in this – she's kind of like – has no. she's kind of a little bit vapid in the beginning and it's just like her figuring out her way. It's funny I assume. Based on it feels like it could have been a movie. Like, I don't know if I need a whole series about it from just from watching episode one. On episode three, there's one funny scene that I was cracking up. But it's so far, it's like, ha, funny. But you know, in Parks and Rec, it gets really funny. Like, it wasn't, it's not hilarious. I didn't watch Parks and Rec, actually. The fuck are you guys doing? (laughs) I know, I know. I know that's some episodes. I know that's a gap for me. The early episodes are great. I was just talking to someone about Parks and Rec and why it's like good, but it's not The Office. Totally not The why? Office. Why? What's your theory? Yeah. My issue with Parks and Rec, I think I've talked to Sean about this on an at Badgers episode where you were both gone. Is My issue with Parks and Rec is that like <laughs> they should have kept Leslie Nope being super annoying. In the first season, she was like sort of the joke. She was like the Michael Scott. And then they made her into like, oh, she's like everyone now thinks she's normal and like empowering and whatever and i was just like i'm not interested in that way that like everyone in the world looking pam. at her that's what happened with pam in the office no pam no? was always normal though she was just she got a little too confident <laughs> that's what i'm saying you don't like empowered no, women it wasn't that she was confident though it was that everyone was like in the beginning it was like she was annoyingly confident she was like annoying yeah. she was like so very eager and someone i would find annoying and everyone else was like yeah this woman's annoying as they move it into season to and beyond, everyone suddenly like is thinking of her as, as super legit. The Chris Pratt early seasons is hilarious. Late seasons, he's not. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. 
When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Speaking of Chris Pratt, did you read his interview in Men's Health? I was very entertained by it. It's not supposed to be that interesting. No, <laughs> no, no. Can you give us some highlights? No, but I also watched Evan Ross Katz's stories about <laughs> Chris Pratt. <laughs> so... Chris Pratt basically gave this interview to, I believe it was Men's Health. And do you remember that picture that he posted of Catherine Schwarzenegger and he made this caption and everyone yeah. was like, as if like rip, you have ripping yeah. on it. Um, yeah. And it was kind of absurd. So he references like that whole controversy around that picture and says, like, you know, he was crying about it. And everyone says he's religious, but he's not religious. He just, he basically, the whole article is bad. He, I, he doesn't understand why everyone hates him. Is that what, how he pitched it to Men's Health? He's like, I want to do an interview on why everyone hates me. It seemed like his publicist was not there for the interview, which is oh, always really? the best interview. He was like, my publicist is not going to want me to say this, but he said that. I'm going to oh, I'm going to come whenever they say that, you know, and, and he's like, I don't want this to get, you know, blown up. And then obviously I, I saw versions of it. That not were blowing more head- How did I not see this? It's going to come out more. Basically, he was saying that, like. I think to me, the interview was basically showing the Chris Pratt like identity crisis because, you know, he starts in Parks and Rec or he starts earlier. He starts in Everwood, but he grew oh up God. like kind of poor. He had his dad always kind of used to make fun of him because he was a sensitive guy and his dad like didn't want him to be sensitive. So he had a bad relationship with his dad who wasn't really into what he was doing. He left home and he moved to Maui and he was like kind of living out of his truck and then he gets discovered and he's in Everwood. And then he let he gets into this known for role, which was the Parks and Rec guy. But then he realizes that, you know, he's a little chubby. So he's never he's not getting the other roles. And then he decides, you know, he's going to redo his whole physical appearance and try to be like the superhero guy, which he did pretty well. He was with Anna Ferris, kind of dumps her, goes Why out he with dump her, Catherine. Did he, say? he didn't say he didn't he doesn't really talk about her like Really, he talks a little bit about Catherine. He talks a little bit about having Arnold Schwarzenegger as his father-in-law and sort of his own rags to riches story of being poor. And now he's married to, you know. Yeah. But also he became successful. He went to like Guardian. Yeah, he went to, he became successful and then broke up with Anna. Anna? Were they, no, but he was successful when he started dating her. Like he was in part of a different type of successful. He went Marvel successful. Right. The vibe that I got from this interview is like, he's a little bit of like a climber. And he's uh, has a little bit of an identity crisis is basically what I was getting. I mean, the it fact that like he says upset. he's not religious is hilarious because he's like, he, I'm not even religious. I don't know why everyone he hates belongs me. to a very, very religious church. And like he says that it's not that religious. But so this is they this address is this. They address this they in the interview too. Because you yeah. look at the pictures that he posts about God. He posts a picture of like the sunrise talking about like 
Jesus. Uh, like he's not religious that's at all. That's why I'm saying it doesn't really seem like he knows what he is. And then when when he was when people were upset that he was part of this church that was like anti-gay and had a bunch of Elliot other pa- like, page made a yeah, tweet about called him it. Out. Yeah. yeah, they think they mention all of this in the thing. And he was basically like, I'm not even that religious and I'm not. He's and then the, the interviewer is like, like, why didn't you just say that you're not part of the church? If you're not, you're saying now that you're not part of the church, but at the time you were saying like the church doesn't believe that. But now you're saying he was like calling him out. That's why I'm saying there seemed like yeah. there was no PR rep there. I cannot wait to read this. <laughs> I just thought it was very interesting. And then he was like, I'm a very sensitive guy. And when that, when I posted that picture and it was like taken the wrong way, I was crying for a really long time. I don't know. It was just like, kind of bizarre he's like and my son you know my son's nine and he's gonna read that and it's on the internet forever he didn't really address like he was basically saying like the whole post was like kind of a joke people he's never gonna be in like good favor of the world besides the world of for women because he left his like when he got really successful he left and his, really and toned toned <laughs> Like, yeah, he went from Parks and Rec Chris Pratt to like Jurassic Park Chris Pratt. And he just, he dumps his hilarious wife and gets with a younger girl. Richer. Like that story, Richer has like a very successful family. That story is never going to like bode well with like women en masse. <laughs> It's also like he fell into the trap of being like one of the Chris's in Hollywood. And when you're like one of the five Chris's, people are going to compare. And they've given him like he has some really clear qualities that have landed him in the worst Chris spot. And I think the number one thing is like the anti-LGBT, like the religious stuff. And I was just looking at the reminding myself like what he had said. He basically said like, thank you to my wife for like birthing a healthy daughter. Right, right. And it's like. So I almost feel that if he figured out sort of like who he is and what he really believes, that he would maybe be able to like remake his image better because I it seems like a lot of his missteps are due to the fact that he doesn't like really know who he is or like what That's how what other I'm people saying. are I think perceiving he's following it. along his wife's yeah. like right. footsteps. I think he's just being a little bit too, you know, naive about right. I think he doesn't the understand way he how he portrays himself and his marriage. Like, he's not, like, subtle about it. Which is, I mean, it's fine. This is, like, who you are. This is what you're saying. But you can't be also mad that people hate you. Right. And also be who you are. Because he's like, I'm not a religious person. It's just not an accurate statement. So just don't say it. Well, maybe it is accurate. Here's the thing. Maybe it is accurate. And he should say, I actually, I don't really believe in this church. So I don't want to affiliate with it. Got into it for whatever reason. a big speech at the church? Something? (laughs) I read that he, like, made a big speech during, like, a high holiday. (laughs) <laughs> if he's part of this church, but he's saying he's not really religious, what do you think the church leaders think about that? He's also now <laughs> saying that he's not part of the church, but at the time when Elliot Page called him out. So basically, I'm going to read you an excerpt from the, okay, the interview. That helps. It says, say what you will about Chris Pratt, but these are bigger ideas. He's openly, whatever. The situation wasn't helped by Pratt's alleged association with the celebrity church Hillsong, whose official policies contain what can be called non-LGBTQ affirming statements. After Pratt casually talked about his faith with Stephen Colbert in 2019, the actor Elliot Page called him out. Pratt issues, issued a statement at the time. It has recently been suggested that I belong to a church which hates a certain group of people and is infamously anti-LGBTQ. Nothing could be further from the truth. I'm a man who believes that everyone is entitled to love who they want, free from the judgment of their fellow men. This was in 2019. 
And then the reporter goes back to say what he didn't say then. And what he tells me now is I never went to Hillsong. I never actually I've never actually been to Hillsong. I don't know anyone from that church. What? OK, why not say that at the time? Right. That's it's very like what weird. The, Wait, is this know. Justin Bieber? That's not the same church, is it? Yes, it is. Hell, we should even it is, it is. do a he whole conversation about Hillsong in general, because that is such a I mean, I think not another oh, true no, crime it's, podcast. Zoe Church is what is oh. it. Well, I'll give you the next paragraph. I'm going to like throw it. And then he says, why not say that at the time? The interviewer says, and he says, I'm going to like throw a church under the bus. He replies before reconsidering. It's like that. The Westboro Baptist Church. That's different. No one's suggesting that. But he could have, you know, read up on Hillsong. I'm so confused. He did go to Hillsong or he didn't go to the Zoe Church. I don't understand. He says in this interview that he's never been to Hillsong, even though he was like defending it back in the day. But what was and the then, Zoe Church? Well, I'm about to tell you. Oh, oh, Pratt okay. tells me he attends Zoe Church, but I'm not sure the distinction will satisfy his critics. Zoe, I, I assume that's how you say it. Zoe. Also popular with celebrities like Justin and Haley Bieber was founded by Pastor Chad Veach. He executive produced a 2017 film that equated sexual brokenness with the same sex attraction. Pratt also mentions that he doesn't go to Zoe exclusively. When it came time for Lila to be baptized, I assume that's his daughter. He and his wife chose a normie Catholic church in Santa Monica where she worshipped as a kid. Oh, my that's God. This whole thing is like he doesn't really feel like he like he's kind of trying to say what people want him to say, but he doesn't really know what's right to say. But here's the thing. Can I be honest? I understand why he's upset that he is getting this focus because Chad Beach officiated Courtney and Travis's wedding. Chad Beach is like Chris Jenner's like a church buddy. So the fact that like Chris Pratt gets all this hate for being associated with it, I see why he's like, why, why me when like all these other people are associated with it too? Like people aren't going to forget like that thing that he did. You know, there's always that I thing. I mean, you're entitled to get divorced. Who knows if like that was it appears that's what from, i'm saying like, the appearance it appears of it. that way i think it's interesting that he gets a lot more hate for the religiosity when like people are giving justin bieber and Haley like they're giving them a pass for going to these same exact places with the same yeah. values here's another guy not to add to my personal list sleeping his way to the top <laughs> interesting interesting yeah my running list <laughs> i don't think he slept his way to the top though the top slept his way to him after he got more famous. Yeah. Like, and Marvel. They got together after he became famous. Like Schwarzenegger isn't getting him his roles. Potentially the churches. But like Schwarzenegger's not. Like he was in Parks and Rec was big. And then he went like Jurassic Park, Guardians of the Galaxy. Before he was like, oh. I would say only, he like traded only up. wife and children. <laughs> By his physical. Well, he also had, he had a physical glow up and he got better roles. Yeah. Probably because one because of another. Anyway, the whole article is about how he, how he doesn't understand why everyone else, everyone hates him, which I see a smidge of truth in that, in that he doesn't really seem to be doing anything worse than a lot of other Hollywood people. Did you guys know he was in the OC for a he fourth had like, season? I feel like I remember. He looks like he would have been in the OC for like a minute. Like oh, as an oh extra. he was in Moneyball. That was a big role for him. He was the baseball player that like Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill were recruiting in Moneyball. Remember that? I don't remember that, oh, but... Yeah. I will go back and watch <gasps> and that. And then he was in my favorite movie, Zero Dark Thirty. The big short? Oh. No. <laughs> That's right. Like, he like got really big movies. Yeah. Zero Dark Thirty. That was a big one. Jessica Chastain. Hard to be a Chris in Hollywood. Is it? Is it really that hard? What about a Ryan? <laughs> I think it, there's only two Ryans, right? How many Chris's are there? Who are, who are the Chris's? Three. Chris Hemsworth. Evans. Evans. Hemsworth, who we saw. <laughs> Pratt. Fred. Um, 
It's not that hard. There's, two there's of them definitely are more. Those are like the. They're all in Marvel. <laughs> okay, but the two Chris's who are above him are like the top Chris's in the whole world. I'm sure there's more. Let's there's another that. interesting part from this interview where he talks about how, he's, how he was asked to give a speech at the MTV Movie and TV Awards as the recipient of a Generation Award. And he was instructed to say something inspiring. So he said he spoke from the heart. God is real. God loves you. God wants the best for you. Yeah, he exactly. also said, don't be a turd. But people mostly just remember the God part. Didn't he? Exactly. He talks about God a lot. Say he's not religious. I don't understand. Chris it's Pine. Weird. Spiritual. Another Chris. Chris Pine. But he's underrated. I feel like he's like underrated. one of those people who like is having an identity crisis because they grew up very different than they're living now. And they just they're they're not really sure if they're acting the way they're acting because that's who they are or because this has gotten them to the success that they are. And to me, this whole interview read like a Chris Pratt identity crisis. I'll send you guys the, the interview after this. Well, we will keep track of Chris Pratt and his identities and we'll keep you posted on the next one here at the App Betches podcast. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their zip footy pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Do you want to talk about Northwest's destination birthday party? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. When I saw this, I was like, this seems so normal for Kim Kardashian. Look, post. I, 
the not post, the, the post. party. No. no, the party seemed for Kim. Party, yeah, kind of normal for Kim. Look, obviously the party is very extravagant. I will say there are New York City business owner mothers who throw parties of equal extravagance for their kids. So it's, you mean have them go somewhere on a private jet? Private jet. They set up a little camping place. They bring costumes. They have a whole. They have sixty-five stations. Of- you think this is more low-key, like a uh, Stormy World? Oh, definitely. But even I think it's a hundred percent more low-key than Stormy World. Also, what I thought was so interesting was that the post of it was so like normal. Like it felt right. like a just. I mean, normal for just another what it's showing. But just it just seems another like PJ birthday. Okay. You know what it seems like. Let's say you have a really rich friend who has a private jet and they throw this party and they're on private. They're going to post that carousel. The part that was no, quote unquote normal about it was that it wasn't this, the post itself was very the like, post, yeah. not curated. She took it with her iPhone. She's Her kids are having fun. Her kids. She's one I, of I mean, us. No, 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 no. That's not what we're saying. Just that the post seemed very like different than her like her modeling or her like photo shoot. Sharing her life in a way that was different than before. Not that it changes anything, but it was no. just an interesting thing that she, and obviously now we know the difference is that like Kanye doesn't have his, you know, as much of a say in her public persona. So much for uh, Jackie Goldschneider's pizza and ice cream. Here's <laughs> an imperfect photo. So where much for it. It's not even properly centered. And you have North and her friend like doing a climb on a bridge with helmets. And here they are standing in pajamas. Her friend Jessica Simpson's daughter. Yeah, with her friend Jessica Simpson's daughter. Like, <laughs> who else are they going to hang out with? But like, look, it's just like three girls in their little rock climbing gear, a blurry pic with red eye of them in their little tents. It just seems so not what Kim Kardashian has ever posted. It just feels like a peek into real life. Here, literally, this is just nature. Just a fucking nature photo. She's been to Staten Island now. So she, you know, yeah. she's a different person. Well, okay. <laughs> totally. I, like, she's not. Like, she just like she potentially, different. maybe she is reaching that like pre-crazy fame. Like she said it before on the show that like she doesn't need to go further up. So like. Where's she going to go? So she's done a lot of like the stuff. Kanye would like do very extravagant, crazy. This gestures. is extravagant. No, no, no. This, this is extravagant. So her relationship with <laughs> of course Pete is it's like, extravagant. It's like the little but like, things. This is who she it's is. like it's like the reminder of being like we're just humans at the end of the day. So like her relationship with him. So potentially this is coming from that inspiration, but there's zero thing down to earth about this. I think she knows what she's doing. She still chose to post the uh, private plane. So like she could have just not she could have just posted the pictures of the kids on the skyline. She knows what she still knows what she's doing. I don't think that this is like, oh, Kim is so down to earth now. Oh my God, absolutely not. She's not down to earth. No one's Kim doesn't care about the finer things. No, no. It's more about how she presented it. Did you see the episode where she like gets on her plane for the first time is hilarious. Like she's just like, you know, it would be so good for this plane. And it's like an all beige plane. Matching Skims PJs. (laughs) Like, no, there's no down to earth at all. It's not about down to earth. It's about the like very not curated. Yeah. Yeah. And like the imperfection in it that you never see from her. Chloe did just get in trouble for photoshopping true at Disney World, right? So maybe she's just trying to prove not just photoshopping. 
like literally putting her in the picture. Yeah, she, that's like, what I'm she saying. She wasn't there. <laughs> so maybe this is like a reaction to that. Like not, I, I post everything and I'm posting it like in a in a non photoshopped way. Maybe. I bet you she's trying to like get with the change in Instagram. You know, like how Instagram isn't like all, you know, pretty curated She's into photo stuff. dumps like a year later. She's after. dumping. <laughs> she's dumping too late. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, she's like a year behind on that. Did you hear the lawsuit against Skakin is <laughs> allowed to go through? Skakin? <laughs> it is. It is. Against who? Her new skincare line is um allowed to go through. So because there's a, there's already a company called Skakin. <laughs> I believe it is a black owned business and they're suing her for taking the name. I think the last thing that happened was the judge said that the they're going to court could proceed. Yeah. And he, and the Kim's lawyer said, we'll look forward to, you know, presenting our case. Yeah. Which is funny because her originally skims was a different name. What was that called? Kimono. Kimono. And people calls it out for being like appropriation. Yeah. Don't people do like a trademark search for any of this stuff I don't know. before they pick the, the company you would name? Think. I don't really understand <laughs> this whole thing. Like we do that. We don't have half of the funds of a Kim Kardashian a business venture. Like to me, that's like business 101. We have like a coin a, purse compared to Kim Kardashian's business. Do a trademark search. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right. You don't even need money to do that. You just need Google. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, I Kaylee think too. I don't understand. Just do a trademark search. What happened with Kaylee? Road is already taken. But here's the thing. Really? Like, Maybe yeah. they decide they don't care. I mean, Rhode Island. <laughs> that's the messed up part. I'm saying if it's like, if you didn't know, that's one thing. You have a team that looks, in, I, mean, I don't think Kaylee's doing the Google searching, but like. Well, maybe they did know. That's what I'm saying. Kim's lawyer's name is Michael Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's after well, maybe, him. Maybe they know and they're like, you know what, it'll be. But then why would you even start designing for a name you knew was taken? But maybe they're just like, we don't care because it's not that expensive for us to fight this and we'll win. I mean, Skakin is, is a difficult name to pronounce, I would, to be honest. I would have not gone with that, frankly. I wouldn't have either. And I actually, Skims is a way better name anyway, like for her, because the word Kim is in it. Skims oh, is a great think name. Of that. And because it like, it slims, skims. Skin, it's like your skin. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Speaking of tacky stuff on social media, did you guys watch last night's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Yes. Okay. And I'm going on mention it all right after this. I was too busy finishing the summer I turned pretty. I just thought it was so tacky the way she talked about the wildfires and how she was saving her Birkins and her Banksies. And I was just like, Ugh, this show is so fucking tacky. It's just like, ew, she says ugh. that. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, here's a picture of me loading my car up with all my Birkins and all of my Banksies and all of my stuff when the wildfires were happening. Like, isn't it so funny? It's like, no, it's not no. funny. A lot of people have like actual stuff like that they were Photos. running. Yeah. Like she, she's just she's starting to annoy me. I only liked her the first episode. And then after that, I have not enjoyed her at all. Well, the things I had read about her prior weren't great. I was going to give her a chance. And I just feel like she is so out of touch with, like, I don't think she's used to having to interact with equals almost. Like, I think she's only used to being surrounded by people who sort of, like, take care of things for her and worship her. And that's why she is so obnoxious and unable to handle, like, normal interactions. And she, like, threw herself into jellyfish so she could like, go home. 
<laughs> but she is like friends with like Elton John, for example, or like Neil Patrick Harris. Like they posted about mean? her. What is? Fr- I agree with that. Well, what that's is, what like, I'm what saying. Is, is like she's not like above. Are they photographed them. in BFA pictures? Like what is it? No, really no, no. Mean? They posted for her. Like they Elton John made right, a did, post yeah. about how excited he is to see his friend Diana, and so did Neil Patrick Harris. Maybe she has a bad edit. Maybe we don't know what they're. Or maybe really those. Like. Maybe those people suck too. Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We don't know I that. Mean, yeah, I mean, she is so out of touch. Like you're on a fucking TV show, and at the same time, though, like all of the ha- like everybody needs some sort of fucking saw like story. They need to play up something that makes them feel relatable in some way. Like that's what they all try to find something. Yeah. It seems like they're trying to like use their tragedies as an excuse for why they behave a There's certain an authentic way. way to do something and an inauthentic way to do something and i think very few of them are good at the authentic way of doing it beverly yeah. hills i'm betcha's co-founder aileen and as you may know we have been in the media game for a minute and between meetings podcasting dinners etc i need a wardrobe that works with me not against me and that's why lee is a staple in my wardrobe i recently got this white jacket jean jacket from lee and i got their button down, I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. 
So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Speaking of Beverly Hills, I talked about this with Sammy on our Back for Sec, DST Back for Seconds, our like premium subscription podcast. But I saw Kathy. So we all flew on different flights. Then, I mean, I flew on different flights than Jordan and Sammy home from California. And lo and behold, Kathy Hilton was on my flight. And I was just staring at her <laughs> the whole fucking time. My flight was delayed like, I don't know, how many hours? Like nine hours? No. Yeah, you like were supposed to leave day. at two and you left I at I left what? at like 9.30. 10. Okay. 9.30. And when I got to the airport, I was supposed to be boarding at eight or something and I get to my gate and they're instead of instead of being like we're about to board they are like oh actually we're about to um we're handing out refreshments and I'm like oh fuck I'm gonna be here for a really long time they're giving me snacks yeah, um that's when you so know then, it's bad so I go up to the front gate the front I was like did I miss something like I want to know I missed all the announcements because I wasn't here and I was really like gonna be like oh, like I was I had my like you know angry girl hat, hat on but in that same <laughs> moment i noticed next to me kathy hilton was doing the exact same thing to the other agent and i was like holy shit i forgot everything i was about to say to that one i was like oh thank you so much <laughs> and then i just go and like look at kathy hilton but um yeah she was hilarious to watch she was just walking around the airport like she had like a monogram bag and like, you didn't even believe me, Jordana, that I was her. Because At first was, I was like, I just, I know I thought she would be flying private. There's just I this. did too. I was confused, but maybe that's why she was so mad. <laughs> maybe <laughs> something happened. Yeah. Well, she, she was probably so mad because she was on your original 2 p.m. flight. Well, that definitely, definitely. This is also no, notoriously I, bad weekend for flying from, yeah. I mean, our flights thankfully left on time, not to brag, but <laughs> apparently like Delta had canceled a ton of flights last weekend. It was so. like a pilot shortage. Do you oh know Bernie God. Sanders wants airlines to have to pay, to have to refund flights that are um, delayed for an hour and fine um, airlines like $55,000 a passenger for canceling flights that they like knew they couldn't staff. I think that's a good I think idea. It'd be great. <laughs> I love that idea <laughs> because <laughs> I'd be delayed for an hour for a I full feel refund. Like, <laughs> I do feel like post pandemic is just, I'm constantly being jerked around by all these airlines. They're just like, they're putting up flights. They don't think they can actually run so that you're now bought in. And then by the time they cancel it, it's, and they put you on a whatever other flight that you didn't really want, it's too late for you to buy a ticket with another airline because at this point, it's much more expensive. It's like, mm -hmm. it is very manipulative. And I'm, very. you know, Bernie I'm into that. We are behind you, Bernie. The Betches are, are into this plan. If the Democrats want, want to win in November, <laughs> refunds for flights delayed more than one hour. <laughs> I think it's like a it's a manipulative business practice it to is. to put up a flight that you're not sure you can run. And it's a lot of people. It's not one person. It's like 200 people that are affected by it. And it's a huge pain in the ass. So I agree. And it's not just like people are traveling for leisure. People travel for real emergencies, real needs. Mm -hmm. People have kids they need to get home to. Not us, yeah. but other people like Aileen. Uh, Aileen does. <laughs> yeah. No, I or did. Jordana, I was really stressed agent, out. If you tell the agent that you have kids to get home to. I've, I've done that. <laughs> I was really stressed <laughs> about that. And I was like waiting forever to talk to a Delta like person like on, on the phone before when I, my flight kept getting delayed and they were, I was like, can you give me like a status of like, do you, is this flight going to get canceled? She's like, I don't have that information. I'm like, do you have a manager that can get that information? She goes, this is as much information as that I could help you with. 
because yeah. they don't like, know. That's the thing. They well, don't They're know. like, oh, no, no, no. This is what they said. They said, we can't help you there. You have to go talk to an agent at the airport. I'm like, I'm not going to the airport and then sit there for five hours. Right. Why would you do that? It's just like messed up. People have kids. People have jobs that they need to, to get back to attend. People have other yeah. important people they need to take care of, other responsibilities. Also, I'm sure people are flying for like medical treatments, for things for their kids. Like they're not flying. People don't generally, I think more people fly because they need to than they want to. That's a yeah. random statement. I don't know if that's true. Based I made it no up. data. Anecdotal. <laughs> based on not your own experience. <laughs> Except your experience. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think I I do think that like thinking of all the flights that are going on, business travel, necessities, family stuff, it's not all vacations. Most people are not taking more than one vacation a year, if even one. So it's like flights are still going. Yeah. I need to understand the the business model behind all these airlines, but should we start an airline? Do you guys Betch think three batch airline? <laughs> three batch airlines? Um, three batch airlines. What would we offer? Never canceled. Free Never seat choices. The whole thing is uh is no broken Delta Premium TVs. Select. You get cable in the air, free Wi-Fi with streaming. You don't need to wider buy the additional seats, package. Wider seats. I think the seats, the uniform seat should be what the seats are for Delta Premium Select, which is a middle ground between Delta One and Comfort Plus, and it helps you recline like you can recline. You guys can't see, but you're reclining like a. Yeah. I don't know what angle would you call that. At the 45? same time, though, <laughs> it is very bad for the environment to have less people flying on one flight. We'll make the bigger planes then. How many less people? I don't know. Again, I have no data. Uh, fine. We'll do the same amount of people. Never canceled. Overhaul of the whole snack situation. Uh, <laughs> I want new snacks. I don't want any of this like Biscoff crap. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Oreos. We'd have to have a meeting Partnership to discuss with Oreo. the new snacks. Oreos. What if there was like premium fruit? content? I would love a banana. I would love. I would yeah. love fresh fruit. Yes. Yes. Give me some pr- produce that hasn't gone bad. A smoothie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I open love an inflate smoothie. Oh, right? and inflate like everybody gets their own magic bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Make your own. It's like inserted into your seat. You know where they used to have the phones. They now have a magic bullet thing that you just like press down. And <laughs> Can you imagine? Falling asleep and then all of a sudden you're awoken by your neighbor's <laughs> magic bullet. <Yeah. laughs> It'll like be the new uh, everywhere. They forgot to close it. It'll be the new reclining your seat. I think the moving company is probably more investable, although still not investable. Wait, speaking of the planes, did you guys see that some airline, I can't remember, was it Virgin maybe, are making like these like nap pods for economy. Oh, I saw that. I like that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, do all you? be nap pods. Why would, I don't want to share a napping station with somebody like. How is it different than sharing a seat? Like sharing a three row seat where you're sitting up now. I don't know. You're laying down. You're drooling. <laughs> but Maybe they change the sheets in between. They change the, they could probably have a disposable thing. Why don't they just make bigger seats? Like why don't they just all be bigger like comfort planes. plus level? Like or. You could do double well, maybe decker planes that requires of more all comfort plus fuel. I also think they should have a a rule on on three batches air where everyone is seated unless you're it's your row's turn. Sit down <laughs> until it's your row's turn. I can't. I get very anxious when everyone's standing. I think we need to consult within aviation and they tell you not to stand. Like I don't. Everyone think they... stands. This will be strictly enforced. 
You get no blender like on the next. You get no Nutribullet on the next. I like if to you stand. stand because I fit under vertically under the the head thing, and my under butt <laughs> really hurts after sitting for so long. Are you talking about at the end or before? At the, at the end, end. She's talking about, oh, at the end. Yeah. Okay, I stand maybe in like, my seat area. Maybe your seatbelt will not unbuckle until your rest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really wear a seatbelt. My I don't either. God. No one sees. Such rebels. No one, <laughs> I just feel like if the plane goes down, the seatbelt's not going to help me. Or if it does, if the plane goes down, I'll put the seatbelt on. <laughs> the plane's going down. I just can't think of anything more useless than a seatbelt on an I don't airplane. know. Did you guys see that movie with Liam Neeson and he like has a his plane crashes in the Arctic or whatever and he like puts on Alaska? like three seatbelts and like lies down. <laughs> Was it really old? <laughs> no. I mean, what is old? The 90s. No. I don't know why I saw this movie. I really did not enjoy it. But it was, yeah. The, he, it seemed to be that the seatbelts did save him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. If the plane is, the plane seems like it's on the way, it's things are looking bad, I'd put on the seatbelt. <laughs> I also don't understand why you have to be fully upright when the plane is landing or taking off. That doesn't really seem like that would make that big of a difference. Do you know what I think? I think that I don't know why taking off, but I think landing, I think it's that the flight attendants want them to be up so that after it's faster for them, they don't have to put all the seats up. That's an interesting point. On my flight, like people were like, it was in the middle of the night, like the LA time. So when we were landing, people were still asleep and they were still reclined. And the flight attendant like was walking around, she goes, Look, when we were already really close Everybody to descending. <laughs> she was like, what is going on, guys? Pick up your seats. Like, this is so unsafe. This is so unsafe. Like, she was Why really upset. Is she kept saying unsafe? this is so unsafe. I think you unsafe. probably could have landed normally. And well, it's like, funny. Sammy right, was in lady. front of me, and I got to watch the flight attendant wake her up. Oh, they definitely, yeah. they each definitely have their own method. Do you know what I mean? Did she like, shake you? <laughs> no, I think no, I think it well, was she like, like a- she really leaned over and she, I think that I think they have a certain pat. I mean, I wasn't on your physical body, so I didn't feel the physical, but I saw her like she was using, you know, she was trying she definitely has a method. You definitely has, you know, if you're a flight attendant, I'm sure you Yeah, have because a- that could definitely result in some like sexual harassment shit if uh they don't use the right <laughs> She's method. not getting in there with you. <laughs> no, no, but like if you think about it, like let's say other situations that could be uncomfortable. People don't like to be woken up. It's I don't very, want to be touched. Yeah. Well, how else are they going to wake you up? Scream in your ear. They should get like a po- <laughs> like a, a pokey. <laughs> what I did learn, though, is that they have systems to know if your seats are up. You think you're like, how can they tell that the seat isn't fully up? Oh, I'm it's sure. Because they have lights yeah, that lights. indicate that it's up. I didn't ever realize that. I mean, obviously, like if they know where you're beeping from, like if you call like the the flight attendant button. Well, no, there's a light yeah. above your head that goes on. They have the flight attendant button, but if you click it, they get really mad. Yeah, they don't want to I've never come. seen someone come over from pressing that, being what like, how can I? They'll be like, you, pre- you press the button, right? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what Do you I mean? Do you need to fluff your pillow? <laughs> yeah, I only press the button in real dire straits. I, I raise my hand. I get the contact. I get eye contact and I go, excuse me, excuse me. The button should have a note on it that's like, really, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you want to press this? <laughs> also, I'll like go, if I want like water or something and it's not too crowded, I'll like just go get it. I'll just go ask for it. Like right. in the galley. Take a nice I, I think they prefer that. I don't know if they prefer you in the, their private space. That's where the bathroom is. No, like past <laughs> that. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it depends on the plane. Again, totally, the three-batch totally. plane will have a private area for our flight attendants. We're going to make this a pleasant Maybe we experience. could be the flight attendants. 
Yeah. No, fuck no, I don't like flying. That seems... <laughs> you want to be button pressed? You want the button pressed for you? <laughs> I think in the beginning it would be fun. And then Well, maybe the, the inaugural flight will be the attendance. But I do think it is key. Flight attendant life is fucking hard. You'd probably like it, Sammy. You get to go everywhere. You get to travel. I don't like planes. You have to like, I like live hotels. in the airport. The thing I like about travel is the hotels. You could be in the ultra first class cabin, like the one upstairs. Sure, but like honestly, like I that. really prefer to be on land. And um, <laughs> and yeah, no, I wait. Agree. So remember that girl Tara, who was a flight yeah. attendant. So she, you know, she always. Po- I still follow her. She always posts about like flight attendant life. It is so hard to be a flight attendant. So I feel like it would be really important that we have a good situation for our attendants that make the flight pleasant. Like they should have their own area. They should have their own situation. No buttons. It should be like something nicer than a button. Okay. Something nicer than a button. <laughs> well, something less annoying to them, you know? What Maybe would be you text less annoying? Them. Maybe you text. Oh, a texting. I like that. Maybe it's like you can uh, have it on your screen. It's like, do you want water? Do you want ice? Do you want a snack? Do you want an eye mask? And it's like, you could just press those things. And then if you have a really complicated request. Do you need your Nutribullet cleaned? <laughs> if you have a complicated request, like my Nutribullet is flying everywhere. <laughs> you can text them that. <laughs> There's smoothie all over the plane. <laughs> we have to work on some kinks in <laughs> the three batches of air. smoothies on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, we solved the airline crisis, and I'm very proud of us. But we'll be back next week. Check us out, our three batch airlines, and get your smoothie. <laughs> and you can follow at Betches on at Betches. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. I'm at Sammy. And I'm at Aileen. Guys, leave us a review. We'd really love to see what you guys think maybe not of the airline ideas but just haven't pushed it out fully yet <laughs> not ready for reviews these are just preliminary ideas this is just the brainstorm sesh <laughs> this is just the brainstorm sesh yeah set, definitely send us feedback but please leave us five stars leave us a review we love doing this show we love doing it just together and it's just really fun hour and if you love it too leave us a five-star review it makes a really big difference for us and it's not just us doing the show we have a team of producers we have sean here listening, editing, everything. So those reviews, again, are not just for us. So if you love the show, please leave us a review and subscribe, follow on Apple or Spotify and talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.